Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 148, looking at 2 Samuel 21 and 22 and 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Now let's head into 2 Samuel and we realise that much of David's life was spent either running away from battle or heading into a battle. In chapter 21 though, we see that he often had the conviction and the calling from God to correct past wrongs and he showed great willingness to follow the Lord's leading on this. I've said it before, far better to go through a trial and be in the will of God than to go against a holy God. This sentiment is echoed in the Song of David in chapter 22. Just spot some of the wonderful promises of God. In verse 7, we see that the Lord listens and upholds the righteous. Verse 17, the Lord will deliver us from the trials, and it's the Lord that salvation belongs to. Verse 26, the Lord is merciful to those that follow him. Verse 51, the Lord is steadfast in love, and in him salvation is always on offer. As I read through this song, there are a lot of memories in it. Memories of how the Lord was with David, how David went through trials and the lessons he had learned. So here's the challenge. Look back on your own life. What have you learned? How is God blessed? How is God protected? Note them down and recognise that you have a song. One that I pray leads you to the praise of Jesus. For centuries, the Lord has been worthy of praise as he leads us in his plans and purposes and as he protects us from wickedness. So note down your song and praise the name of Jesus. We now head into the book of 1 Corinthians. The main bulk of chapter 7 concentrates on marriage and intimacy in that marriage. When God created Adam and Eve, there was a distinct importance in their relationship. God had designed a marriage, one where both parties were loved, respected, cared for and nurtured. Marriages today are to carry the same principles. We seek to show that love in how we treat one another, as well as how we are intimate with one another. Keeping a marriage bed holy is not just about who doesn't get in, by which I mean that we're to be holy for our spouse, with no outside sexual activity, whether physical or emotional. Keeping the marriage bed holy is more than just that. It's also about how we respond to one another, not using sexual activity as a weapon or even as a reward. Rather, it is a sign of our love and affection for one another. Put it another way, marriage isn't a list of don'ts, although there is plenty of them. It's also a list of do's, as we seek to find joy in the union of marriage designed by God. However, should we always seek marriage? For many, we feel that it's almost inbuilt to want to be married, Not everyone, but most seek a spouse. Yet Paul points out that this brings new responsibilities, meaning we're less focused on the gospel ministry of sharing the name of Jesus. There's a balancing act when married, seeking to nurture our spouse, while also undertaking ministry work. When single, that balance isn't needed. You can be wholly devoted to ministry. From the passage, we can see that ultimately, whether married or not, we all have a great commission to obey to take the gospel and make disciples teaching them all about Jesus. It might be harder for those who are married and with a family, but that doesn't mean that we have a get-out clause. Our marriage should reflect the gospel. Our singleness should reflect the gospel. And even when widowed, we're to reflect the gospel in how we mourn and live. It really comes back full circle. It was no accident to create Adam and Eve, no accident to create that special union between husband and wife. Therefore, we are to seek godly standards for marriage and godly standards for ministry. Let's pray about these things. Father, we do indeed pray for gospel-centred, Bible-believing, godly and holy marriages. 
We pray that we would seek to love and protect and to nurture our spouses. We seek to show the gospel through how we interact with one another, both publicly and privately. Father, we pray whether we are single, widowed or married, that we would reflect the gospel and how we live and how we interact with one another. Father, we pray that as we look over our lives, that we can see how your promises were fulfilled, how you protected us, how you you served us, how you covered our needs, especially the need of a saviour. And Father, we pray that we would sing a new song to you, one of great praises and glory, for you brought us salvation and changed our lives for the better. We pray this in your holy name. Amen.